0: hello 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 charmers hey charmers hey what's up i know you guys have missed me i've missed you welcome in to another episode of miss charm school podcast i'm your host sunday eli thank you so much for joining me today And for those of you who are returning you know the drill kick off your shoes and relax your feet come on in come on in come on in and for those of you who are new here, Miss Charm School Podcast, we welcome you into the community of ladies that are absolutely loving, living, thriving, um, living their best life. Miss Charm School Podcast is for women who are in transition, women who are transitioning out of their queen, excuse me, out of their womanhood into their queendom. That's what we're transitioning to, out of their womanhood into their queendom. Your queendom is your elevated space where your decisions not only affect yourself, you're no longer just living, thinking, breathing for yourself, but your queendom is a place where your decisions affect nations, where the words that come out of your mouth affect nations, where you live by decree, where you speak a thing and then it manifests right before your eyes, that there are people that work alongside of you, there are people that work for you, And how you live your life actually impacts people's lives. It actually impacts the well-being of an environment and a community outside of yourself. And your queendom can be, you know, in your marriage with your husband. A lot of uh, the podcast episodes here do focus on the relationship with self and the relationship, romantic relationship with others. But also your queendom doesn't just stop there. Uh, Your queendom could be if you have a household with children that you're responsible for or if you take care of your parents or help support your parents or even just our support to them and cooking meals for them or Whatever it is, your queendom can also be you stepping into a place in your work environment in a corporate arena where your decisions don't just affect yourself, but they affect your staff members or you have people that um, you manage on your team, right? Your queendom is just overall an elevated position where your decisions, your livelihood, your well-being, if you have a good day or a bad day, it actually affects the lives of others. And so that's what Miss Charm School podcast is all about. That is what I am tasked to do is to bring messages from the divine into this space, to release them into the earthly atmosphere realm, to help you along your journey. When you find this podcast, when you find the different episodes here, you're going to be in different stages of your life. But think it not strange that you're called to this very moment because it is for a divine moment. It is for a place and a time for you to either drink Some water from this well or to be watered from something that flows through me to you to gain some nuggets that help you move forward and trailblaze through life. And the honor of my life especially is to help women manifest their forever love in their family because I really truly believe that family relationships um, falling in love, having romantic love, having successful long-term relationships in a marriage, especially a family structure, is really the bedrock of all that is. The bedrock of every community, the bedrock of every nation, the bedrock of every political system is how well a man and a woman can get along um, in a private area of their life. And this is the one thing that when you go to college, go to high school, all the formal schooling and teaching that we endure... No one actually teaches you how to have a successful life at home. And so uh, I think this podcast for me is is critical and I'm so passionate about it. But anyway, enough about that. For those of you who are new, thank you again for joining me. And I hope that gives you a little bit more insight into what Miss Charm School podcast is about and who it's for. Today's episode, I would like to talk about it. It's inspired from the Renaissance album, Yes, and the title song, I'm that girl, okay? And that's what this podcast is all about. So ladies, get you something sexy to sip on. It can be your infused waters with mint and all of that. Today, I'm having a fresh pressed juice that I made for myself. It is carrots and golden beets. I called it like a, I think I'm going to call it like a golden sunrise, or I think I called it like a god rod or golden rod or something like that. But it's golden beets, carrots, um, green apple, ginger. Turmeric and I believe that's oh lemon and that's it. It's so a lemon ginger carrots green apple uh, Golden beets and turmeric and it's actually really delicious. It has a little spice like a little heat to it It's not spicy, but it, anyway, it's good Okay, so get you something sexy to sip on that your body's gonna love um, if it's wine I understand I had a week like that last week if it's a margarita understand had two of those last week Hello, so um Come on in and let's get into this conversation of I'm that girl, okay? So I recently, um, Miss Charm School podcast is probably likely going to take an extended pause as I am transitioning back into the NFL season. And the other side of me that many of you may not know is I was granted the opportunity to be the Las Vegas Raiders team reporter for Fan Media Network. And in prior seasons, I was the Chicago Bears team reporter for Fan Media Network. Um, but now they are granting me the ability to switch over to the Raiders. So I'm really ex- excited about that. And so as NFL season is in season, I am going to be shifting gears and occupied with my sports side of my personality and I love this community, so I probably will have moments of inspiration where I come back and you know do bonus episodes, but typically during the NFL season, this podcast takes a sabbatical, if you will, and then we'll be back when the NFL has their off season, and I'll be back doing weekly content for Ms. Charm School podcasts, um, unless the Lord says otherwise, okay? If he wants to stretch me and <laughs> we start doing both at the same time, then hey, that's what it'll be. But until then, I just want to put that disclaimer out. But I want to allow myself also to be flexible. Anywho, um, but as that is kicking up for me, I kind of fought with it. I've been wrestling with it, to be honest. I've been wrestling with it because I didn't really feel inspired to do sports again. And I specifically um, really have honestly just faced a lot of setbacks in the sports arena. And I even had, have I've had people in my life tell me like, are you sure that's what you want to do? Like, you know, I don't see you doing that. I see you doing something else. Or, you know, I don't know if that's really your gifting or your calling. I've just endured a lot in that area. And um, I've endured a lot of people closing doors, slamming doors in my face when I've had every qualification to get an entry-level job and and all these different things when I was at a place where I was willing to accept an entry-level job like I just endured a lot and uh, years of it years and years and years so much so that I got to a place where I prayed the prayer when I used to live in Las Vegas I prayed to God one night like God please take this dream away from me it's too painful like it hurts to continue to pursue this when I'm constantly being rejected rejection is never easy and um, I've had a very big fear of rejection in many different areas of my life. I know that it's a tactic that is used against me to try to gain territory. And I, this is going to sound a little bit deep, but let's just go with it. So I heard someone say once that when you are freed and delivered from something, no matter what it is, but let's say for this example, let's say my childhood womb of, wound of rejection when you get healed from it and you really get set free that the enemy will try to or evil spirits however you want to describe it there will be an energy that comes to you to try to regain that territory of where you got healed almost like oh you think you got healed oh, okay let me show you let me send this circumstance into your life that you know tries to pry open that wound that has origin that has now been healed and sealed and now whole and that has been the story of my life. <laughs> and I think I've magnified, you know, I'm, I'm blessed that I have people in my life who look at me and say, Sunday, you've accomplished so much. You've done so much, you know, but and I and I have I really have. Um, I think it's easy to fall into setting my attention on the things that I have not yet accomplished or the things that have hurt. And when I look at that side, I have endured a lot of pain in the areas of relationships and in the areas of my passion of being a sports reporter and a, a host an on camera host those two things being a journalist and being a wife have been two of the greatest desires of my entire life um yeah i don't know how else to explain that they have truly been two of the greatest desires personal desires for me and you know i've had literally an ex tell me one time, like, why are you so focused on getting married? Like, you know, people make the wedding such a big deal. And then they forget about the marriage. Like, it's not about a wedding. A marriage is not about a wedding. And it's like, I'm not even thinking about, you know, it just, I, anyways, I've just endured so many different things where people have been brought into my life. And they've said things that um, have tried to regain territory, try to reopen the wound of an area that God has completely healed. And it's been painful to endure, to be honest. Um, And by enduring, I mean, it's been painful to maintain the hope. Like there becomes a point in time where the hope becomes painful. You have situation after situation after situation after situation that looks like a failure. And you get to a place where you just drop all of your hope before the feet of God, if you're a Christian like me. And you say, okay, God, I don't know. Clearly, I'm making a mess of it. I'm not doing it right because I'm not getting the results in my life that I want. So here I surrender all to you. And so that's what happened to me And when I lived in Las Vegas uh, several years ago, is I surrendered everything to God because I just felt like I was making a mess of it. I couldn't figure it out. I wasn't having success. I didn't see myself as successful in love. I didn't see myself as successful in career. And so I just gave it all to God. And I literally, I used to joke with myself. Yes, talking to myself. I used to joke with myself as a little girl. And I would say, God, you know, like my dream is to be a journalist. I used to want to be editor-in-chief of Essence Magazine. And then I wanted to marry a football player and um, be a wife of an athlete, specifically a Hall of Fame, a future Hall of Famer, NFL athlete. That was my dream. And um, live this wonderful life where I absolutely love and adore my husband and my husband absolutely loves and adores me. And I wanted four kids. I wanted four boys. I've since changed that. But I like had this and I've always had this very deep passion. It's not just like something, you know, a little girl talks about like, no, no, no. I've always had this like strong desire. And a lot of it is because, you know, my parents divorced when I was in high school and I I just became obsessed with like I will be the wife and the mother and have a family that um that stays. And you know, I'm the women in my family um have ooh, we're getting real real. Okay. The women in my family have all been married and all um definitely crossed the threshold of getting married, but none of the women in my family stayed married. Both of my grandmothers were married multiple times. My mother married multiple times. My great-grandmothers married once and then divorced or separated from their husband. And, like, there's a, a, a generational curse, if you will, when it comes to the women in my family for the past three generations where they've just had completely failed marriages. And, um, you know, there's been a fallout in family dynamics because of that and four generations ago though my great great grandmother was with her husband and stayed with her husband and they had a marriage that you know birthed me my existence and so here I am you know so many generations later, and I have such a strong passion, which is partly why this podcast exists. It's why I read as many relationship books as I read. It's why I study and I pray, and you know, I. It's why I am the way that I am, and um, this is critical to me. And then the other part of myself, you know, being a Capricorn or whatever, like work and career, is super important. And so, manifesting my dream of being a journalist is everything to me. And so both of those areas, I have completely surrendered to God because I couldn't, I can't, I feel like I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> and in Las Vegas, after a failed relationship of three years that I thought would turn into a marriage and um, working for a sports, or not sports, but working for a television station and being passed over, they, I I went to the television station at, praying and believing that they were going to open a third opportunity for a sports reporter. They had two sports reporters and I was praying like, God, let them open an opportunity for a third sports reporter. They had two men and the third one, I was like, it's going to be me, the first black female to do it in their market. It was Las Vegas before the Raiders officially moved there, before they had their first opening season. And so just, you know, all of the things I wanted, I, I picked that city because of that. You know, I... um. I tried to get my then boyfriend to move to Vegas or, you know, just so many things. And all of it crumbled. (laughs) They did get the sports position, but they hired another girl. Um, They never even interviewed me or considered me. That was hard because it was like, oh, my God, everything I'm praying for happened. Everything I prayed for happened. And then I didn't get to walk into the role. The one I thought was for me. Um, The guy that I thought I would be with, our relationship failed. So just all that stuff happened and it left me rocked to the core. And then that was 2019, uh, like the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. And then obviously March 2020, the world shut down. So it was just like now the busyness of like distracting myself. um, You know, it's almost like you sit with your stuff and it's magnified And I remember during that season being like, I understand why people run to drugs and alcohol and these different things, because when you go through those levels of pain, things that rock you at your core, like there is this like desire to like, oh my God, I just have to get away from it. Like I have to escape it. I I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And so all of that stuff led me to that place where I prayed like, God, take these dreams away from me. Like a hope deferred makes the heart sick. And Holding on to hope in these areas is just like, it's making me sick. <laughs> That's how I felt at the time. Like it's, 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 yeah, it just, it felt bad to have the hope. I, I just rather went numb. I used to pray that like, God, I just want to go numb to the things that I want. Like I'm tired of wanting them and then coming up short. And so fast forward multiple years later, here we are and I um, have, you know, went on dates and all this stuff. And uh, people always end up asking me, like, hey, what happened to your sports passion or whatever? And I always say, like, oh, you know, it's somewhere. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> and today I mustered up the courage to actually record an episode for the Las Vegas Raiders for Fan Media Network. And just standing there, it was easy. Like, writing the script was easy, setting up the equipment was easy getting all dolled up was easy. And I, I love, I love it. I love it. The love definitely hasn't gone anywhere. It's just that I had got so, I don't know, um, defeated that I completely gave it up, you know, like that I completely stopped desiring it. I stopped. Oh, I don't even know if that's true. Holy Spirit, what are the words I'm trying to say here? Like, Dormant, that's it. The desire was dormant. And what I realize is that the heart does know what it wants. The heart knows what it, what it wants and the heart knows what fulfills it itself. And the heart is not leading you wrong. And it's awesome that I'm talking about the heart because I just heard a sermon this Sunday where Sarah Jakes preached and she talked about You've been leading with your head, but God wants you to get back to leading with your heart. He chose you because you were a person that led with your heart. You had a big heart and you've gotten to a place where you've, you know, talked yourself, reasoned yourself out of being that person. I'm going to say being that woman with a big heart that lives from her heart space. And that's so true for me. I logically reasoned myself out of it. I started looking at people to speak life into me or direct me or tell me. I started allowing other people's opinions to influence me and my movements because I had a dormant desire that I was just walking around and walking on top of. I, could, I just see a woman like walking on top of her desire, you know, my desire for family, my desire for marriage, my desire for career as a sports reporter, as an on-camera host personality just walking over it and, and trying to ignore it. And I think that's the crazy thing about love is that you love what you love, even when it's painful. Mm-hmm. And this is why to me, even the Bible says the greatest of all these things is love and that God is love because without love, how can you endure anything? If you love a sport, if you love music, if you love whatever it is that you love, that's the thing that you will do for free. That's the thing that even when it's tarnished and abused and your desire is abused and, and you know people spit on you or you feel mistreated or you feel unjust or you feel like people are overlooking you and not valuing you, you're still going to value the thing that you love. And the reality is that's what you're going to need in a marriage to make it 50, 60 years married. You know, That's what you're going to need in your career to make it. You're going to need the love that's the difference but that's the hard thing I think at times to lead with in today's society especially because there's there's so much that tells you don't follow your heart like you know you have to think things out it has to make sense it has to be rational but we are women in our queendom living from our heart space we use logic yes we use wisdom yes we use understanding yes we use knowledge yes But there's some knowledge, there's some knowing, there's some wisdom that's instinctive, that's intuitive, that's an energy in your heart space. And you know exactly what that is when you start walking in it, doing it, moving it. You know, it's when you then start rationalizing it in your brain that you start feeling bad about the thing that you actually desire, the thing that just is. And I hope that you're catching what I'm saying. Like, when you start thinking about it, like, oh, my God, you know, I really like this person, but they did this, 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 this. And life taught me that I shouldn't like them, you know. But if you think about a kid, kids, when they're little, I hate so-and-so today or crying about something their friend did. And then they're playing with that person the next day because they're pure and they love and they, they haven't allowed rational thinking to completely consume them to a place of rigidity and staleness and so wow this is a whole powerful word I'm gonna have to listen to this again but going back to the title I'm that girl that's what dropped in my spirit today I'm that girl and this is what I do and this is what brings me joy and this is where I thrive and this is my arena and when I'm leading and living from a heart space I am unstoppable and as I say that, that feels like a declaration over my life. I am unstoppable as I live from my heart space, that the heart is the thing that makes the difference. And so even when you get to a place in your marriage where if it, it feels like your husband's not hearing you or not seeing you or not valuing you, you know, I think about Beyonce. I I know people don't care for her and Jay-Z's love story, but I adore their love story. You know, this woman loved this man to greatness to change to life you know her love no one can convince me otherwise was the difference maker and he wasn't perfect you know they didn't have a perfect relationship you know there are times even in their covenant marriage not just in their dating but even in their covenant marriage where he didn't value the great woman that the world sees her as you know and not that the world is a place of validation, but it's like I can understand how your heart can break when the one person that you love, that your soul loves is like missing it. <laughs> like, hello, knucklehead, you're missing it, you know and and that can break you um, especially if you she's also a product of divorce, you know like, So family, if you listen to some of her music and she says like, we're going to break this curse, like we're going to do the things that our families weren't able to do and keeping their marriage and actually being in love. And, you know, I, I ride for that. Like I will ride for that. I stand for that. And because that's my story. Ooh, I feel some tears coming, but that's my story. That's my belief. That's my hope. And it's challenging at times when, you know, you show up 100% in front of people who say, nah, you know, yeah, that's a good product, but ah, I just want to do this thing over here. And they and they throw dirt on you. Um, I think about her passion of singing and performing and how she was constantly overlooked, overlooked, overlooked until she just got to a place where she's untouchable now and even even now, people still try to, you know, throw dirt and and shade on her. But you can't. The woman is awesome and amazing. Um, you know, she there's and the other thing is there's room for different personalities. Like she doesn't necessarily need to be the greatest of all time. There's room for all different types of artists and performers and singers, you know. But she is great within her craft, and she's great within her family, and. Those are my two greatest desires, to be great in my craft and to be great in my family. And I think in order to do that, I have to follow my heart and I have to love even when it's difficult. I have to get up and keep going even when you face a lot. I face setbacks and slam doors and and just the nonsense. I really want to say the effery, the foolery, but another F word, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you still show up, you still love, you still give. And I just pray to God, I don't know the future, but I pray that if you live and lead from a life of love, that you lead and live from a God space. Because if God is love and you live from a place of love, then you live from a, a God place. And I believe that God is unstoppable, indestructible, forever, eternal, And if you can live from that space, then everything that you produce from that space is eternal and is a light and is a vibe. And there are people that even reject God. And when you live from a place of love, you have to know that there will be some people that reject you. They rejected God. But it doesn't mean that you are not eternal. It doesn't mean that what you're producing is not eternal. It doesn't mean that who you love Is not eternal. That is indestructible. And that's a powerful thing to live from that space. You will change the world. For those that reject you, there will be so many that open their arms to you that will allow you to come into their heart and sit with them as God sits in mine because they will recognize the God factor in the area that you love. I love you, Charmers. Remember and remind yourself that you're that girl. I'm that girl. That girl that lives from a love space. That girl that lives from a heart space. That girl that didn't give up on herself, but kept going. That girl that loved that man, even when it was challenging, even when I didn't understand, even when my understanding was in a dark place and I wasn't yet in an an enlightened space, I still loved. I still trusted when I couldn't see. And just know that that is the difference and that there is reward and that it is working out for you. Don't give up on yourself. I believe in you and I feel you believing in me. I love you, Charmers, and I'll talk to you soon.